everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. And since we know Russell loves the NBA, even though we're kind of out of season right now, uh, we thought we would have NBA questions. How's that? Oh, wow. Yeah, just just for you, my friend. And, yeah, uh, football starting out and everything. I was thinking that for sure it was going to be NFL stuff. Well, that is going to be next week. In fact, it's interesting. Uh, next week, uh, Russell and I are going to be at the Joe Morgan Memorial Golf Tournament. And we did the, we do this usually once a year. And it's really fun because we get to interview all the uh, stars of yesteryear. And uh, that's not the fun part. It's the food. That's the fun part. <laughs> Man, they have like this killer barbecue that they, yeah. that they set up and, and all these great desserts and, 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 and all the soda you can drink. No, it's, it's, it, it, and it's very peaceful and, and beautiful out of the golf course. And they're very, they're very accommodating to us. So I really appreciate them very much. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see who, uh, which famous uh, sports stars show up. Unfortunately, Vita Blue had died this last year. So uh, I think we're going to do like a little um, uh, memorial, so to speak, for him as well. But um, it'll, 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 but it'll still be kind of fun though. It's a, it's, it's a good day of golf. You're not a golfer, so uh, you get to yeah. just enjoy relaxing and, and talking to everybody and interviewing people and, and uh, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. All right. When we come back, we want to talk about a few interesting things. Uh, uh, Otani and uh, with him, with the arm fatigue, uh, there's a thing about a NASCAR faces a boycott. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott signing a one-year deal with the Pats. Uh, James Harden in the 76ers. What's going on with that? And then uh, Don Nelson, uh, the old warrior coach, is uh, trying to help out his fellow Hawaiian uh, uh, you know, people on, on Maui because he lives on Maui. All right. This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money. Check them out. PacificPrivateMoney.com. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. The 
Mountview Hotel and Spa in lovely Calistoga is turning back rates to a time when staying in Napa Valley was more affordable. Throughout the summer, you can book direct and apply our 15% True Blue discount and lounge by the pool, treat yourself to a spa experience, or watch a classic movie at sunset. All for just $395 per night for weekend stays or $295 per night for weekdays. Call 707-942-6877 or book online at mountviewhotel.com using discount code TRUB. Offer good through September 30th, 2023. That's mountviewhotel.com using discount code TRUB to take advantage of our 15% True Blue discount and stay for just $395 per night for weekend stays or $295 per night for weekdays. That's MountViewHotel.com. Are you looking for a safer way to invest? The Freedom Fund at Pacific Private Money offers flexible investing opportunities. I'm Mark Honf, CEO of Pacific Private Money, and I invite you to hear what Tim has to say about our Freedom Fund. Pacific Private Money provides my ideal balance of security and liquidity, giving me steady monthly income at a profitable RA, backed by solid real estate holdings. The Freedom Fund earns nearly seven times the return available from the best bank savings account and still allows me access to my money as needed. I personally prefer investing with a trustworthy company backed by real estate than the volatile upsets of the stock market. You too can be earning consistent returns on your savings or retirement accounts. Give us a call to learn more. 415-926-4444, 415-926-4444, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Six friends. One outrageous idea and a chance to make their dreams come true. Transcendence Theatre Company invites you to go the full Monty, Broadway's hit musical comedy. July 28th through August 20th at Beltane Ranch in Sonoma Valley. You'll see why an evening at Transcendence is the best night ever. The full Monty in wine country. Get your tickets now at bestnightever.org. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown along with Russell Jackman. All right. Uh, you know, last week we tried, I, I, I tried to get this in, but we didn't get a chance. Anthony Davis signs a three-year, $186 million contract to stay with the Lakers. I mean, that's $62 million a year if you just, you know, average it out. Uh, is he worth that much? I, you know, I, the Lakers are in a really like no win situation when it comes to this. They, they need Anthony Davis alongside of LeBron James, but this is the dichotomy that you get when you, you sign mega superstars like that to your roster. You just don't have the salary to fit uh, any other decent players. So they have LeBron James, they have, they have Anthony Davis. Maybe you can say D'Angelo Russell is the next yep. 
you know, best player they have on the team. And, and maybe Russell Westbrook. I mean, he's kind of like, hasn't really fit in anywhere. <laughs> Wait, no, Westbrook's gone out of there. I forgot. He's over on the Clippers. So they don't yeah. really have like what you consider like a third star on the team. It's really just LeBron and Anthony Davis. Now, Anthony Davis keeps getting hurt. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. He's going to invest 60 million a year in a guy that, that doesn't have the consistency and, 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 and the ability to get, I mean, the only time they won a championship was when they had the, uh, uh, you know, bubble season and yeah. lot, you know, not 82 games. And I don't yeah. think, either LeBron or um, uh, Anthony have 82 games worth of, of uh, play in them for next well, year. Plus, LeBron's going to be 40 years old next year. Plus you don't know where LeBron's head is going to be at with his son's heart attack. Yeah. Good point. You know, he he yeah. may not be as, you know, gung ho for, you know, I mean, he, he may have that as a distraction. I don't blame him. You know, sure. I mean, that's a, anybody wh- whose 18 year old son has a heart attack on the court. You know, yeah. I can imagine him thinking, you know, hey, I might need to uh, maybe I should retire and spend time with my my son because I don't know if he's going to be around. You know, yeah. it's weird to think like if you have an 18 year old kid to think that, like, I'm going to outlive my kid. My kid may not see his 21st birthday, but that's a reality. Yeah. Well, I have uh, I, an old time friend who I grew up with had a son who, <clears throat> excuse me, he, he actually lived in Maui. Kind of interesting. We're talking about Maui yeah, before. Uh, he lived in Maui and son was playing Little League and, and somehow he's running to second base and he collapses and they have no idea what's going on and they check it out and he has a heart defect. And so suddenly they realize the best place for him to be is in California uh, with the, you know, the best hospitals and doctors. So they up and moved to California. I mean, I used to, he was a California <clears throat> native to begin with, but uh, you know, he lived in, in Hawaii for many, many years, but you know, when your kid's health is at stake, you just do anything you can. Right. And we don't know what that effect is going to be on LeBron or what kind of a distraction that's going to be. For, and I don't blame him. I'm not saying oh, oh, no, you know, no, I get it. basketball and say that. <laughs> I, I think that, that, you know, with the money that LeBron has, he doesn't need to win another title. I mean, he, he's done a lot already yeah. in this pro career. I know he wants that other title. So he matches up with Jordan and, 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 and so forth. But, you know, it, there, it does come a time where, you know, it might just be, especially if Davis breaks down again and the team has to completely put all their, you know, weight on LeBron. It might just be too much for him. Good, you good know, point. I mean, he's had a great career. It's not like he's, you know, just starting out. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you know, he's getting more and more injured as time yeah. goes on, even though he's in amazing shape for a guy that's as old as he is. But keeping yeah. in mind that, you know, he's no mere, you know, he's 37 or whatever, but he has a lot more mileage on him than a standard 37-year-old in the NBA because he's been, you know, he went right to the NBA instead of... Well, wait, uh, I don't know. He was born in 84. So he'll be 40 in 40. What's that? So that's that, you know, as I said, he has for a 40 year old, he has a yeah. lot more mileage on him than a standard 40 year old does. And oh, and, yeah. I mean, you know, when you're 40, I mean, when I was 40 and I was playing basketball, <laughs> sure, I, I could hang out there. 
but not for 82 games, you know? Yeah. And being, <laughs> you know, being the focus and having everybody you yeah. know, swat at you and, and, and punch you around and, and all yeah. that stuff. So, you know, it's, I, again, I, I, I'm not a LeBron James fan, but I think he's in a very tough mm. position. And I think the Lakers going to be a tough position because they're spending so much on a guy that they can't really rely on. And uh, that's a lot of money. I mean, there, there are some yeah. teams that, you know, their salary range is like for their total is maybe a hundred, and 20 per year and you're looking at a guy like davis eating up half of their salary cap i know so. it's it, 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 i just don't under, I, I just don't get those kind of numbers for the players you know again hey listen god bless them if they can negotiate it but there's just to me there's just something kind of wrong with the system yeah, i think the lakers may have made a mistake that they can't get out of which is fine as a warriors fan i don't have any love for the lakers but <laughs> what is making me become a Lakers fan and I would never say that otherwise is that show winning time have you gone in and watched that yes. yet I, I enjoyed that very much and I like the, John second C. Riley. Season, the second season has started up I'm 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 saving it so I can binge watch it I I really huh. that that's how I've, I've I've now gotten to be is that I will wait for seasons to end and then I will go and just you know, watch them all in bulk because I can't yeah. stand it when there's a, another show that you want to watch. Like, you know, yeah. uh, episode two comes out and you, you're you like, you know, episode one finishes and it's a cliffhanger and you want to see what happens in episode two and you have to oh, wait yeah. another week. I can't stand it. So I like go, you know what? I <laughs> wait the entire season to end and then I know I can watch the next episode whenever I feel like it rather than going to have to wait. So well, it's, I, it's so funny because I, I, every once in a while I think about that with regard to like when we were kids and you know when I was a kid, you know, Lost in Space was my favorite TV show. And, and oh, was, the pain. Yeah. oh, the pain. Keep away. Keep away. What? Dr. Smith. You bubble-headed booby. You know? Yes. <laughs> there were so many names. Tankerous, clanking. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I, my, my favorite always was, you know, warning, Will Robinson, warning, you know. Um, but yeah. the thing is, you know, you'd have, I mean, there were no reruns and stuff like that. You literally had to wait one week and then they'd have to. Oh, and if you, you missed know. it, forget it. If you yeah. missed it. You'd never see it again, you know, or you'd have yeah. to wait until you're like, you know, YouTube came out, you know, 30 <laughs> years later, you'd have to watch it. Yeah. But but yeah. Like, yeah. My wife and I have been uh, watching Suits, which was apparently, I mean, I was like, you know, 10 years old or something. Uh, and it was with, you know, again, Meghan Markle, which is, I mean, I kind of enjoyed her in the show. I don't really care for much of her now, but. Um, yeah, she does a good job in the show and and we're really enjoying it. It's I don't know, it's like eight seasons or something. I don't know if you've you seen know, that I, one. I think you and I should do a TV show, one of oh, these. One, one of these shows. We should devote it to like uh, uh, television because you and I, that is one other thing that we have in common that we haven't really delved into is the amount of TV you and I watched in the early years. Is oh, my, are you ready for this? My brother and I, when we're going to go to a break here in just a minute, but my brother and I one time were bored when we were kids. We named every single episode, which was 108 of them, of Gilligan's Island. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You see now. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when there were two Gilligans? You know, do you remember when uh, Richard Keel played the ghost? Do you remember when, you know, and just, you know, boom, 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 just started rattling. We had to write them down. But that's how bored we were when we were kids. Now it's a little hard to be bored. Okay. You ready? We're going to go to our com first commercial break with the trivia question. I'm talking the NBA. Uh, who had the best 
free throw percentage for his NBA career for a player that played at least 10 seasons. And we're talking about somebody who's already retired. So, you know, Steph Curry hasn't retired yet, so he doesn't count. All right. That's our trivia question. Email edward at sportsecom101.com. The answer to this question, who had the best free throw percentage for his career in NBA history for a player who played at least 10 seasons? All right. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it. Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 
800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackson. Here is our trivia question. Talking the NBA, who had the best free throw percentage for his career in NBA history for a player who played at least 10 seasons? Calvin Murphy? No. You will uh, know the player, though. Well, I'm sorry? You will know the player. Is it Rick Barry? Uh, no, that would have been a good guess, too. Nope, it was Steve Nash. Nash. Nash, 90.43%. Oh. I know they're all very close. I know Murphy, yeah. uh, 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 Barry, and, yeah. and, 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 and eventually Curry is going to probably wind up very close to that percent. And, and Jordan Poole. <laughs> I, I think he's gonna. He, I think he's gonna come down to a a stunning uh, dose of reality when he doesn't have the uh, crew around him like he has with Golden State. You know, yeah. he will probably score twenty points a game, but I think his field goal percentage and free throw percentage and all that stuff it's gonna be different when you are the star instead of working with other stars. And you're you're a pretty good player, but you're around legends. You know, you, you become a, a great player, but then when you know everything is on your shoulders to get the job done, it's well, not, not just so that, not, not not just that, but if you're playing with with Curry and Clay, uh, with the Warriors, more focus is going to be on them. So you're absolutely be that's my point yeah. is that when you are the focus and everybody's attacking you and yeah. and and you can't, you don't have somebody to turn to, and you can't just dish off to Curry or to Clay or to Draymond. You're going to find out that the, 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 the league's much tougher and all yeah. those numbers that you had kind of fall by the wayside. So good, good we'll point. See what, how that hey, hey, let's move on here for a minute. So uh, Shohei Otani, uh, he's going to miss his next start due to arm fatigue. And it got me thinking, you know, hopefully this is just a one time thing. But how long can a guy like this perform this way? You know, it almost reminds me of. I mean, this is not exactly a comparison, but it just kind of reminded me when Jose Canseco, uh, it was like a lopsided game. Oh, and he threw the hundred. Yeah, he threw a hundred pitches in in warm up and and blew his arm out. Yeah, and I mean, and you know, you have an outfielder who now boom. I mean, back in Jose's time, you know, he had an outfielder who uh, you know, I don't know how many games he missed because of that. Uh, and it's not necessarily a hundred pitches in warmup. That's more than, than, than most good pitchers pitch an entire game for. So was that, was that what it was? He threw a hundred pitches. In yes. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> and that's why his arm was so sore. His arm was hard. He threw like what an, an, a good pitcher would pitch for a, uh, a, a, a for yeah. one, for an entire game for a long entire game. And he, he blew it out while he was in the warm-up nervous. It's like the, the home run derby during uh, the all-star game. I mean, these guys, I don't know how they don't get fatigued. I mean, they usually do by the end, but you know, just swinging the bat that many times in a row. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It you can really pull something. Yeah. I mean, you know, but then again, if the, the, the home run derby, it's so meaningless that, you know, I think after a little while, guys are just kind of like, okay, great. If I hit it out, great. If I yeah. don't fine, I will, I will give you a Jackman piece of Jackman trivia. Yes. You know that in uh, 56 years, I have missed the uh, uh, home run derby 56 times. Yeah. <laughs> I've oh. never 
I've never watched a home run derby. Wait, I, don't, I don't know if they've had it for 56 years, but I do. I, I, I pay no attention to it. You, you know, it's funny. I, I When it first came out, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago or something, it was kind of fun. But yeah, I kind of started missing it too. I'll tell you, you know, now you might not remember this, but uh, there actually was a show like on Saturday mornings, uh, you know, Home Run King or something like that. And they'd have like Mickey Mantle against Willie Mays. Wow. Now yeah. that would have been something a little bit more interesting. I just find the home run derby, you know, do I really want to get excited about batting practice? And to me, I just <laughs> like, I have to draw the line somewhere. And, and, and for me, the home run derby is where I draw that line. Yeah. It's almost like with the basketball all-star game, the three point shooting is probably the most uh, fun to watch rather than the game itself. Well, it's the, it's, it's because it's got, no, it, yeah, it's got true competition that the guys actually really want to win. You know, there's something that, you know, bragging rights that are really at stake. And yeah. it's something that, unlike the dunk contest, has a measurable metric yeah. that you can, you know, uh, you know, anyway. But uh, even that, I got to yeah. say, yeah. with the All-Star Game, they now add in a bunch of, uh, you know, balls that are extra points and stuff like that and they they put the balls in different positions they have the gatorade ball or something that's mm -hmm. worth like five points or something so they they still are kind of mucking it up from oh, what yeah. it was just purely how many three-point shots can you make now there's like you know the money ball rack and and stuff like that that you got to do which to me I, I will say this though um, if you've ever tried to do like a three-point contest, because my friend did that and won tickets to the All-Star Game in 2000, oh. he remarks that by the time you're at you're the third rack, you're pretty darn tired. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I know. That's why it was amazing to uh, see like a YouTube video, something ridiculous, like Curry hitting just by himself. You know, he's just practicing. He's hitting like 116 in a row or something ridiculous. Yeah, that's probably why they don't have to do it anymore because they, they're just like, you know, we got to have somebody else win it every once in a while. <laughs> well, between him and Clay, it was kind of fun having yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, going back to Otani, uh, you know, uh, what do you think? I mean, they may have to kind of start looking at this a little bit more serious and going, you know what, we're not going to have you pitch that often. Uh, in the end, it's going to come down to Shoei. And what he says he want he feels like doing, and I mean, no one's going to tell Otani how to play baseball. True, that, that's that he he is the one. But it may come to a point where it's uh, the other question is what other position can he play? Other, I mean, other than designated hitter, what other position could he play in the field? You know, does he have the qualifications for? It? I don't know. I, I've sure. never. Seen I mean, him but it's funny because you know Babe, Babe Ruth was a pitcher, but because they right. wanted him uh, playing all the time, you know, it was uh, back. Well, then. and back then, come on, I mean, pitching the well, the require you could pitch an eighty mile per hour fastball, and people were impressed. <laughs> Wait a minute, they say Walter Johnson could have was thrown probably close to hundred. Right, and there were like two or three pitchers in the league that could do that. Yeah, you know? no, the guys are definitely bigger pitcher. and stronger now, for sure. Yeah, every pitcher now, if you can't throw at least 90, you're not even going to be considered for a job. In, unless, in you're, unless you're a knuckleball pitcher like Candiotti. Yeah, well, yeah, but tell me, okay, you bring up Candiotti, 
who else is a knuckleball pitcher now these days that you that relies strictly yeah. on control and not on speed to get get the uh, job done? Well, you got you got me on that one. Yeah, it's the game has changed that much, and you know a guy like Babe Ruth wouldn't be a pitcher today. I think he would be a designated yeah. hitter. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But yeah, fair. That's 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 fair enough. Yeah, they would they would not put him out there to and maybe they put him out to pitch in specialty occasions. And, and, you know, this was just before I got um, uh, on the show today, they were talking a little bit about the giants and how the reverse order pitching, what, what is your thought on that? Where teams now have quote unquote, a starter and that starter pitches one or two innings. And it's usually the guy that was the closer and then they work in reverse and then they, they put in, you know, their, their starting pitcher that's yeah. usually going to pitch four or five innings. And then you know, I, I guess whatever works. Um, I mean, it's a little pain as a, as a, uh, as a fan, you know, cause you want to see your starter go for, you know, some innings rather than, you know, quickly changing pitchers. But, you know, from the standpoint of longevity of the players um, and, you know, I mean, if it's working, again, some, I guess someone had to do an experiment, right. To see if it works. Right. And and the Giants have had it work originally, but now it's sort of the 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 gloss is wearing off and and without having some, you know, set starting pitchers, they have two or three good starting pitchers, but they're missing that fourth in the lineup, fourth and fifth in the lineup. And so, you know, they're just sort of piecemealing whatever, you know, closers they can and then trying to put in Mania or Stripling in the middle of the rotation like last night was one of those deals where they went up against tampa bay who's a really good team yeah they just got rocks from stem to stern and you know maybe it's one of those things like do you remember when the wildcat was really popular in the nfl yeah And, and every team wanted to do it and then suddenly you know teams figured out how to beat the wildcat and then it just went away and it never came back so well, sort of like I'm, I'm wondering if that might be what's happening to these openers, where what may happen to these openers. It may be a fad that goes on, you know, was popular, but now, you know, once teams kind of catch up and and figure out the strategy to to face the openers, yeah, but, but, they may not work. No, but I don't. I mean, I can understand the wildcat not working because you can figure that out. But baseball is a whole different animal. With you know, different pitchers going to be different. Uh, you know, they're, they're, I don't know if there's much strategy from a hitter standpoint i'm not sure i mean i'm I'm not sure and i'm not sure if it's if it's something that just is you know because tampa is just so good that they they're they're clocking us but it does seem like like it's slowing down and not a lot of teams are doing the the opener type thing although tampa is one that's using the opener and obviously that they're super successful at. well again if you got a, a good enough pitcher uh uh, rotation, uh, then that's going to help. Hey, Russell, we're going to go to our second trivia question here. Talking the NBA, who is the only player in the 1980s to block 15 shots in an NBA game? And he did it twice. All right, okay. That's our, all right. That's our trivia question. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back.
Sail the San Francisco Bay aboard a luxury tall ship with a professional captain and crew. The schooner Free to Be offers a variety of sailing options for the general public on a weekly basis from February to November. All sails depart from lovely downtown Sausalito, just steps away from Sausalito's famous restaurants and the ferry landing. On board, you'll find plenty of seating on deck and a cash bar stocked with local craft beers, wines, and non-alcoholic beverages. Bring a friend and see all the San Francisco Bay has to offer on the schooner Free to Be. www.schoonerfreetobe.com or call 415-331-0444. Gym Guys, number one in-home personal training, comes to you with a plan, equipment, and a certified coach. Visit gymguys.com today. That's guys with a Z, gymguys.com. Gym Guys is proud to be the first in-home mobile personal training and fitness franchise company. As the leader of in-home personal training, we're redefining physical fitness by bringing the workout to you when and where it's convenient for you. Professional and certified trainers bring the instruction, the equipment, and they ensure every workout is customized for you depending on your fitness level and specific goals. The first session is a complimentary assessment designed to help you establish fitness goals and develop a fitness program specific for you. Following, we offer a yoga or personal training session to people who call in mentioning that they heard this offer on the Best of Investing radio show. Call Gym Guys now at 1-855-GYMGUYZ. That's Gym Guys with a Z. Let them know you heard about the special offer on this show. Call 1-855-GYMGUYS. Are you looking for something special to do with your family this summer? Look no further. Bring your loved ones to Alcatraz Island and explore the rich history of this iconic landmark. And here's a special offer. Book your family tour today and get a discounted family pack price, which includes two adults and two kids. Don't miss out on this amazing experience. Visit AlcatrazCityCruises.com to purchase your tickets before they sell out. That's AlcatrazCityCruises.com. Palio Restaurant's been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there's no surprise it's been voted Best Italian Restaurant in the SF Weekly this year. Palio has consistently been voted one of the best restaurants in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio's been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for over 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays. Reservations are recommended. Visit paleosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, alone with Ross Old Jackman. Second trivia question. Who is the only player in the NBA in the 1980s to block 15 shots in a game twice? Mark Eaton? No, but he definitely is a center. Um, then oh, Manute Bull. Yes. Okay, I was. It's one of those two because they, they, I, those two have pretty much. Yeah, those you add one more blocking guy, and that's uh, Elijah Wine. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you know, it's to me what's fascinating is that, um, uh, you know, how many years Wilt Chamberlain did not get the benefit of people counting blocked shots? They, yeah, because they didn't count them. Him like, and, and Bill Russell. But what's really yeah. interesting is that I'll see, like for instance, on the internet. 
people posting like, oh, Wilt Chamberlain was in the 72 finals and in the 72 finals, he had eight blocks. I'm like, how do people know this? How do well, people you watch, know? You watch the game and you start counting them. Yeah, I guess, you know, yeah. do you think at some point in time, the NBA should, should hire someone like myself to just watch all the old NBA games and count up all the blocks that happen and go retroactively and put in the blocks and steals. You know that, that yeah, I was going to say, so blocks, steals, uh, rebounds. Well, right. they've always had rebounds. They've they always, always had rebounds. Had, okay. All right. Yeah. They've always counted rebounds. They've always counted minutes. They, they you know, obviously there's no such thing as the three pointer. So, yeah. so, so it's really just a uh, blocks and steals that would be great if they went back and retroactively added. I mean, those tapes of the games should still be around. A lot of teams did, you know, record. Oh their, yeah, for sure. Their, their well, but also, like you say, the three-pointer. Um, I mean, I guess in theory, you could you could draw a line and say, you know, like Pete Maravich oh, yeah. from such an. Oh yeah, uh, you know, they said that if Pete Maravich, if the college three-point line had oh, existed, yeah. remember it used to be a really short three-point line in college. Yeah. Yeah. He said that if, if Maravich had a college three-point line, they've looked at a number of his games, and they said that he would have averaged about 60. Yeah, I, well, that doesn't surprise me because he was four, almost 45 points a game, I think. Yeah, and they said that a lot of his shots were well beyond the college three-point line range. Yeah, so. To average 60 points a game? This I is crazy. Something. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, um, okay, so Ezekiel Elliott signs a one-year deal to play for the Patriots. He's only, he's, quote, only getting $3 million salary with a million-dollar signing bonus. That is really low, though, for a guy. It is kind of low, yeah. And then potential $6 million uh, with various incentives. Here's here's the thing that I think is, especially because I love football stats and I'm a a fantasy football guy. It's it's an, an interesting dichotomy where, you know, we, we've got everyone saying, well, running backs aren't worth very much, so we're not going to oh, yeah. pay them anything. And then every fantasy guy team that you have, the running back turns out to be the second most important position or the most important position. So we're all like fantasy wise looking at yes. drafting the best running back possible. But now the league has gotten to the point where they don't care about running backs. And so like you draft a top-notch running back and he's only going to get you 30 or 40 yards a game because there, so many teams are going to committee running backs and not willing to like put all their money into quote-unquote the bell cow running back. And so well, for um, years, it used to be the tight ends were the lowest paid players. Right. Right. Um, and and so know. now it's, 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 it's now, but it's weird. It's the fantasy world is trying to you know to find yourself a, a guy that's going to run 100 yards per game is now like like finding the true gem of the league and 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 we're all going to be scrambling this year to try to find a running back who'll even get you 50 yards a game you know because there's so it's into so much into the committee and i i will say this there's been a big trend where you have seen, um, uh, 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 you know, it used to be like if uh, 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 when you're drafting, you would always go with the best running back. But now I'm seeing, you know, wide receivers being taken in the first round, quarterbacks being taken in the first round, even top-notch tight ends like a Travis Kelsey 
get taken in the top, in the first round and running backs are falling down now and not for sure the number one. I mean, obviously there's guys like uh, Derek Henry and stuff like that sure. that, that you, you want to get in and, and uh, like Christian McCaffrey, but other than that, there's, you know, it's hard to think of like, who is another, you know, pure stud at running back. And I'm going to say, I think the, the, the team, the fantasy players are getting used to like, not expecting running backs as the number one. Plus, they get hurt so often. I mean, well, a guy yeah, like, as I said, uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor, you know, gutless Jonathan, you know, um, uh, uh, strung the whole league out last year and, you know, kept saying he was going to play and only played in like uh, six games or something. So, so I haven't I haven't actually played fantasy football. I know. So let me let me ask you something. When you're, you're you know, you choose your players uh, what, what do you like? You're watching TV and you skip around game to game, and then how do you figure out? Oh wait, my quarterback just threw an interception. Okay, that uh, I got to subtract two points or whatever. I mean, how does- no, yeah, that, that's in the olden days when you used to have the newspaper and and that <laughs> sort of thing. You had to calculate it out yourself. Now, thanks to computers and the internet, all that stuff is calculated for you. So, okay. like when you're on a uh, 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 you know, uh, let's say you go to NFL.com and join a fantasy league there with then then they automatically come up. Sorry about the phone. Here. Uh, 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 when you uh, uh, get the uh, 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 team, when you put your team together, you'll go to NFL.com and just watch your team rack up points uh-huh. and your opponent rack up points live as it happens. But what you really are doing is you're 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 gonna usually surf whatever TV whatever's on TV, sure. and you know you, if you've got two or three players in one game, you'll watch that game intensely. Yeah. Then you know then it'll be uh, uh, the Jets against uh, uh, Cleveland, you know, at, 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 at on the Thursday game, and you'll still be pinned to it because you know your kicker <laughs> is in there, and you, you know you're like you got to get like four points and to to win the game. So you're you're yelling at the guy to like don't don't kick a forty yarder, <laughs> kick a fifty yarder. So I'll get a you know sometimes all you'll care about is that the other team like doesn't get enough because you're like oh don't get don't don't get down to the ten yard line because I only get one point for this kick. You know, go back to the 50-yard oh, line. Gotcha. You, know, so you won't want a team to actually do successful offensively because you're like, if they get a touchdown or they decide to go for it on the fourth down, you're like, no, no, no. I want my kicker. I want my kicker to kick this one. <laughs> so, you know, and, of course, the, the coach is on a, 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 a line with you to make sure, hey, Russell, what would you like me to do for this game? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. I, I, and and, and, and certainly, look, there are players that will, will, will shout out to their fantasy owners. They'll say, you know, this. I got this one for you, you folks in the fantasy groups. But, you know, it's, you know, it's, that's it's, women, though. That's kind of dangerous because that's almost like betting, you know. In, it is. So it is. places like DraftKings, you know, that is all what it's all about. And, you know, look, I'm the one who stands up to sports and, and gambling. Everybody else is, you know, especially our dearly departed FP junior loves yeah. sports gambling, but I can see that there's that side to it where, you know, guys can be <laughs> very well tempted. In fact, there's a gambling scandal that's going on right now in college, right? 
Well, when but is there not? <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're, they're saying that, you know, some of the players have been betting on their own team. Yeah, for fantasy or just regular? Yeah, uh, for, no, for regular. For regular? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's just... I mean, that's just a clear violation, but, but I can see where, you know, if you're a, if you're a, a, pl- a football player, an actual player, and you know, obviously all about this fantasy stuff and you realize, yeah, if I, uh, you know, just r- run, uh, you know, if I, if I, if I could go down a little sooner and I can then put my, my kicker in a position to, to uh, kick a longer, longer field goal, like you said, to get more points. I mean, that that's, that's dangerous for the game. Yeah. I wonder how they're going to get around, you know, uh, scary stuff there. You know, when you, I mean, it's kind of fun when you sort of just, you know, as, as a fan, you go, Oh, this is kind of fun. And, you know, it's like pay, playing the point spread, but, and in fact, here's, here's how, this is what I like to do every year, but I haven't actually like tracked it. If, if I were a betting man, I would take every, uh, just the first week, every home team that you're an underdog and take the points. Because nobody really knows how good a team is. You, you know, you have an idea. <clears throat> but uh, I, I venture to say that you'd be right more than 50% of the time if you take the home team, if it's an underdog, and take the points. That makes sense? Yes. Okay. You, you, you uh, keep that track for me. Uh, tell me what happens after week one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember in horse racing, they don't do this anymore, but you used to be able to bet quote the field and the field were like yeah you know there's 20 horses running in the kentucky derby and they'll t- they'll take the, the the worst 10 horses and throw them into what they call the field and uh you know you just bet the field to show and if any right. one of those horses comes in first second or third you, you well, end up making money well a thing like DraftKings, they have a lot of different types of games that are like that Standard fantasy football is not like that, but they, the, the, the fact is, you know, now they're really looking at, at expanding the different types of games, you know, any way to get separate people from their money. That's what my, yeah. my grandfather. But also, was. I mean, I, I can just imagine, I mean, I, I'm, I'd almost be scared to start doing it because I think I'd be glued to my computer, uh, you know, and, and, and talking to people about fantasy football all the time. And I mean, it can, it can be in a real obsession. Yes. Yeah, no, I am. And, and eventually there's going to be some somebody, you know, who uh, doesn't win and and takes it out on a player or oh, takes it out. On a oh, team. Yeah. oh, my gosh. That's a, that's a good point. You know what? I, I'm going to how about going to chat GBT or something AI and see uh, what kind of kind of uh, intelligence uh, can come up with a team. Yes, exactly. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if people start using uh, chat you know, yeah. start using AI to start, you know, selecting fantasy yeah, teams. But you never know who's going to be hurt, though. You know, but someone then, gets hurt yeah, again. And, but then, then eventually what you're having is computer picking, you know, a team versus another person who uses a computer to pick a team. Yeah. And after yeah. a little bit, you're just not even using any actual, like, intelligence. You're, you're, you're just letting a computer do it all for you, which I guess, what's more human than that? <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, uh, just really quickly before we go to our next break. Uh, actually, you know we got to go to our break. We'll we'll cover this stuff probably next week. All right, you ready for our third trivia question? Here we're talking the NBA. Who holds the NBA single game record for steals in a postseason game? Uh, you know I don't have the number of steals, 
but I do know the name. Okay. That's our trivia question. Who holds the NBA single game record for steals in a postseason game? Um, I don't know how up to date this is because if anything one's done it in the last, let's say, five years, it's, that's that's not in this answer. So this person's been retired for five years or more, but not you know the 1940s like you like to tease me about. <laughs> well, the NBA <laughs> goes back to 45. But... Yes, uh, who in the NBA game in 1722 who uh, who had the most steals? Okay, uh, I don't know the year, but uh, again, who holds the NBA single game record for steals in a postseason game? All right, stay with us, Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Don't touch that dial. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national healthcare alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. 
We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman. Our third trivia question, who holds the NBA single game record for steals in a postseason game? Um, boy, that is going to be a, a complicated one. I'm, I'm thinking, well, can you give me one clue? And that's what team did he play for? Uh, you mostly think of him playing for the 76ers. 76ers. I'm going to say Iverson. Yes. Wow. Okay. I was Alan actually Iverson. thinking Alvin Robertson. Do you remember Alvin Robertson at all? He was I, I a, don't. A, a, a top stealing guy, but I'm glad you gave me the clue. Otherwise, I would have thought of you know, I, I could have thought of been, been like Muggsy Bogues just going in between guys' legs. And, no, I was you know. then going to say um, uh, John Stockton because he yeah. is the, the current career leader in steals, but but you know, Nash was pretty, pretty good. At and that, Nash, so. Yeah. Well, Nash was never really a great ball stealer. He was, no, you know, in no, fact, was more known. he was a great assister, but in a great free throw shooter and a yeah. great three point shooter, but really not a good uh, defender. When it That's true. All so, right. You ready? You're ready for our thoughts of the day. Never. Part of the show. Never. 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 Okay. Did you hear about, okay. Did you hear the story about the claustrophobic astronaut? He just needed some space. And I, I, didn't get, I didn't hear anything from you on that one. Uh, yeah, that, that was pretty bad. Okay. And I started investing in stocks, beef, chicken, vegetable. Yeah, there you go. Wait, hold on. I hope one day I'll be a bullionaire. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. That one's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 didn't get a, I didn't get a laugh or a chuckle out of you, but I got a... That one's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Audience, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Adios. So long. <laughs>